Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Today I'm going to talk about the Solway Spaceman mystery, uh, as well as the aftermath of this event uh, from 1964 where Men in Black became involved. Um, now, of course, a lot of people are aware of the Solway Spaceman. It was in 1964, a father takes a picture of his five-year-old daughter uh, in England on some grassy hill. And he said when he took the picture, there was no one standing behind his daughter. But then when the picture was developed, uh, it looked like a, a guy in a space suit was standing behind his daughter. And it's a very mysterious event. There's been no answers to this mystery we really don't all we could do is speculate we have nothing uh, that we could say uh definitively as to what occurred there but we could talk about it and i'm going to talk about that and i'm also going to talk about the men in black that visited this family uh, after this event started to die down in 1964 um i talk about men in black a lot on my podcast but i want to talk about them a little bit more in the upcoming shows because it's just one aspect of this whole phenomenon this whole ufo extraterrestrial phenomenon that uh, you know, it basically it's a, it's in its own little world. It seems it's 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 something that we uh, really should talk about more. Uh, but what are these? Are I think in some cases it's probably just government agents seeking answers uh, from witnesses to strange events, UFO sightings, encounters with extraterrestrials, and then sometimes I think it could potentially be extraterrestrials themselves. And there are other explanations too, and we'll get into all of that. But anyway, I want to talk a little bit about this uh, Solway uh, Spaceman, before uh, the event and what happened there. Uh, now, I just want to say for people who are listening to this uh, and not watching the video version, of course, if you look at the uh, thumbnail, you'll notice the picture that I'm talking about. You can see the little girl holding the flower, and in uh, behind her, there's this... Uh, being looks like a lot of people say it looks like somebody uh, like an astronaut perhaps uh, but when the, the family that took the picture said that there was nobody there when they took it but we'll get into all of that and anyway there was a website here which i'm going to use uh, to uh, go through this story it's uh, jamesconrad.com i will leave a link to it uh, mr conrad in 2021 put a very nice article together here on this whole event and uh, and I, I'm going to use that as well as a book here, uh, The Truth About the Men in Black by Jenny Randalls. Uh, there was a section in there about the encounters uh, that the family had with Men in Black after this event uh, occurred in 1964. But anyway, it says here, it was a beautiful Sunday afternoon on May 23rd, 1964, the local newspaper Cumberland News reported, when off-duty Carlisle Fire Service Fireman Jim Templeton, 44, drove with his family to the expansive uh, Bruff Marsh. It's, it's actually spelled B-U-R-G-H, but according to uh, Mr. Conrad, it is pronounced Bruff, Bruff Marsh. Uh, along the Solway Firth, a large inlet of water separating part of England and Scotland on their western coasts in what is today known as the County of Cumbria in northwest England. In 1964, it was called the County of Cumberland, hence the alternate description of the figure as the Cumberland Spaceman. The name of the county officially changed to Cumbria in 1974. Okay, we're going to skip forward here a little bit. It says here, accompanying Jim Templeton were his wife, Annie, 35, and their two young daughters, Elizabeth, 5, and Francis, 9. A third daughter, Anne, would be born in the summer of 1968. The purpose of the family outing was to photograph younger daughter Elizabeth in her new dress outdoors where the lighting would be good and the scenery full of open green grass, flowers, and blue sky. They chose a spot near a large concrete arrow embedded in the ground 
which was a guide for Royal Air Force military pilots on World War II practice bombing runs, the target being in the Firth. The Bruff Marsh was not a typical wetland marsh in that many parts were dry enough to walk on and for livestock to graze from May until August. Templeton's 35mm SLR camera, a Pentacon F, also branded as Contax F in the eastern part of Europe, contained Kodak color film. This was this specific type of 35mm roll film was Kodak Color X introduced in 1963, which came in sizes up to 36 exposures. When Templeton wrote to the Daily Mail newspaper in 2002 that his camera was loaded with the new Kodak Color film, he was referring to Kodak Color X, which replaced Kodak Color. Kodak Color X is perhaps the perfect name for a film that would become involved in the photographing of an unknown. Recalling decades later in a television interview at his home conducted by author Jenny Randalls, in which Annie Templeton also participated, uh, Jim Templeton claimed that no one else was around except the normally scattered animals strangely huddled to a far side as if frightened by something and, quote, two old ladies sitting in a car knitting, end quote, 300 to 400 yards away. A 1964 newspaper article that first reported the story and published the photograph in, photograph in black and white on its front page with the headline, Solway Spaceman Poses Picture Puzzle for Police Experts, and that was in the Cumberland News of June 12, 1964, uh, reported that he said the two other people were an elderly couple sitting in a car reading a newspaper. That is the newspaper's description of what he said, not a direct quotation of Templeton speaking. In fairness to Templeton, Templeton. He could have described it initially in the form of a guess, a couple of old people reading a newspaper or knitting, being unsure, or the couple could have contacted him and told him the flat object he saw was knitting. <clears throat> knitting. At this late date, it's not possible to question those involved about this minor discrepancy. One could assume he drove past in his car and he or Annie just got a quick glance through windows. The important information is that he claimed only two other people were visible in the area, which was expansive. So, I mean, there's no big deal here. Either the, there was two uh, old ladies sitting in a car and they were either knitting or reading a newspaper, one or the other, and they're 300 to 400 yards away from uh, where this picture was eventually taken. Anyway, it says here, Jim Templeton said he took three photographs of Elizabeth on the brush mo Bruff Marsh with his 35mm camera, the exact duration between each we do not know. The timing is not something Templeton would have had any reason to mentally note with pre preciseness. When he got them back from being developed, the third one showed the shadow of his oldest daughter, Frances, in the left corner, Elizabeth in the center, and wife Annie on the right in what looks like a blue, light blue pattern dress. Yes, and there's a picture we're looking at right now. And uh, you can see the uh, Elizabeth in the middle, and you can see off to the left there's a shadow, uh, and that's her other sister, her nine-year-old sister. And on the right here in this picture is the mother who's, uh, you can see her dress. It's like a blue, bluish dress, but uh, it, it, some of it looks white because of the, the brightness of the day here. Uh, anyway, continuing here, <clears throat> it says, the sky in the background shows some white, from overexposure, too much light entering the camera, as does parts of the backs of Elizabeth's and Annie's dress dresses. The white on the front of Elizabeth's dress appears to be white trim, perhaps on the underside. There does not appear to be any blooming except outward in any of the overexposed areas. Um, 
Continuing here, it says the middle photo had something strange in it. Behind Elizabeth's head on the upper right side was the upper back torso of a futuristic looking male humanoid figure with a stout build. His right hand appeared to be on his hip and his, and, and he was looking out across the firth as if studying something. He was dressed in white wearing what looked like a helmet with dark areas on the back, perhaps ornamentation or technology or both. Some in the media originally perceived it to be a frontal view because of the dark area resembling a visor or window of a space helmet. The other two photos did not show anything unusual. Templeton said his wife was behind him when the photo was taken and he did not see anyone in the background. The astronaut-looking appearance of the figure resulted in him being called a spaceman, with the term Solway Spaceman being coined by the Cumberland News, the first newspaper to report the story and publish the photograph. Uh, now it says here. Uh, before we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just give my my viewpoint on this right now, and then we'll get into what the skeptics he, uh, say here. Uh, now, yeah, when the first time I saw this picture, it was called the Solway Spaceman. I thought the same thing that 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 we were supposed to think that this was somebody, uh, a spaceman, was looking toward us, like looking toward the camera. And I thought that 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 the dark place around the head there was was the visor. And then, you know, when you look at it further, it looks like no, this is the back. The back is toward us. This, you know, because it looks like uh, the 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 right hand of this being is on its hip. Um, so that's that. So that's. Uh, but when you first looked at it, when I first was saw this like years ago, that was my first impression too. I thought that we were supposed to be that. What they were saying is that this was a spaceman looking toward the camera. But no, what 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 really they think is is that he was looking out uh, away from the camera in the opposite direction, and its back was toward the camera. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Uh, but anyway, let's read what the skeptics say. It says, many skeptics have decided that the explanation for the mysterious figure is not that mysterious at all. They contend that the spaceman is actually Annie Templeton, who was Miss, you know, the wife, who ha- who walked into the background of the shot unnoticed and became overexposed and bloomed, causing her to seemingly transform or shapeshift into a larger, unrecognizable person. Overexposure, too much light and blooming, expanding outward, would have been unwanted in-camera effects due to the bright sunlight that day reacting with adult Annie's light blue dress, they say. They further contend she must have been wearing a small hat with her dark hair showing in the back below it. This explanation seems ludicrous to anyone making an initial visual examination, and I am not aware of skeptics ever having offered, as of the date of this report, a similar photo with the history of 35mm color film photography as evidence that such a very distinctive transformative effect could occur on one multicolored subject in the 
background while the rest of the photo remains normal, especially a very blue sky with discernible clouds. I am not saying it is impossible, just that it would be helpful to see a convincing example that such a very distinctive effect has happened before using color 35mm film. Apparently, the experts at Kodak came to the same conclusion as they had no comparative examples in the company's files to solve the mystery and neither, neither did the forensic lab used by the Carlisle Police or the Cumberland News. It was such a strange anomaly that the source and, and the source of respected local man whose job as a fireman was to protect lives and property that it was deemed front page newsworthy. Okay. Now, there was, uh, he talks about there was an attempt in uh, 2017 by the British nighttime television magazine called The One Show to recreate this. Uh, and he says, despite the segment being promoted before broadcast as debunked, the Solway Spaceman, the report ended with a side-by-side comparison of the two photos, uh, and viewers watching were asked to be the final judge by reporter Joe Crowley. So here is our attempt to recreate the phenomenon of the Solway Spaceman. Proof enough, you decide. Regardless of the outcome, the effort was a, seri- was a serious and worthwhile experiment, and the report was done with high production values. So yeah, they tried an experiment to try to recreate this. To me, it doesn't look, they didn't, it's not as good as what the original one looks like. Uh, so I, I, well, I don't know what to say about that. Um, and then continuing here with the skeptics, what they were saying, it says, continuing with the argument that the spaceman might be Annie Templeton or some other person, skeptics have also proposed that because the small viewfinder of Jim Templeton's camera only showed a portion of the actual image area to be recorded on film, someone could have walked or run into and out of the shot unnoticed. I do not give much credence to that argument either, and here is why. If you are familiar with how a camera operates, taking a photograph, holding the camera continuously to your face, looking into its viewfinder only takes seconds, perhaps less than 15, which is on the long side. The viewfinder system on the type of 35mm SLR camera Jim Templeton was using did not have what is called an instant return mirror. That means every time he pressed the shutter button, the photograph was taken and the viewfinder immediately went dark until he manually turned the wind knob on top of the camera clockwise to advance the film for the next shot, clearing the viewfinder. There would have been no reason for him to keep the camera to his face. He would have opened his eyes quickly, pulled the camera away, and looked at the scene to see if Elizabeth was still holding her pose, and he got the shot he wanted. At that moment, he would have seen someone in the background, whether it be his wife or a stranger, even in his upper peripheral vision if he was crouched down on the ground as at Elizabeth's level. If the background was at a different location and busy with movement or ha- or ha- or had trees rocks or buildings then he might not have noticed someone his wife and two daughters did not speak up about noticing a white dressed stranger in their midst the intruder would have had to have been someone with the fast running abilities of the six million dollar man or the flash to go unnoticed okay i'm not going to read the rest of this but i will leave the the link for you to check it out for yourself uh from from this particular article by james conrad which is really really nice uh really good uh uh investigation into this and he really covers a lot of different ground on in it but uh i I, i'm looking at this picture i was looking at it for a few days here actually and every time i got a chance and i'm looking at it and i mean i think it could have been the wife it could have been annie that that's in this picture and 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 if you look at the okay the little girl's hair I mean, it looks like there's a wind obviously blowing because the hair from the back of her head is blowing right over the top of her head. Uh, so there was a wind blowing. So you can see that uh, uh, 
Mrs. Templeton was was wearing a, a, a you know this blouse. She could and she was just happened to be standing behind her daughter at that moment. It might not have been blooming, which is a, a camera effect, but maybe the wind had gotten into her, her into her clothes and and just had this blown up effect, causing this blown up effect of her clothing. I mean, you could even see where, like, if you look at the one picture where you could see that dress that she's wearing, it's it, it's it's cut off at the shoulders. And if you look at the picture, you can see there is looks like there is a cutoff at the shoulders uh, where the uh, just at, as you know could be the same uh, location. I don't know for sure. I'm not saying this is the truth. Or this is the the explanation. I'm just saying it could be an explanation that it is her and that the wind's blowing her dress, uh, making it look uh, bigger, um, uh, like uh, uh, inflate it. When and then meanwhile, there's a uh, be, the overexposure caused the whole thing to look white, and and then what you're seeing is basically the back of her hair, uh, that dark area is the back of her hair, and the top part is that could be more overexposure. The the sun shining on the top of her hair could have you know it could have caused some uh, maybe to you know a reflection. I mean, it's just possible. It's possible that there's just that there is a, a, a you know a, a normal explanation for this like that's not something extraordinary it's not a spaceman it's it's not extraterrestrial it's just that the the wife could have gotten in the picture possibly and they just forgot you know they both of them somehow just forgot uh, who knows again it could be something else. i'm just saying this is just one explanation i don't want to say that that is the uh, only explanation i'm just saying after looking at this i i see how that could be possible that this was his wife somehow maybe she got in the picture and they just forgot they insisted their whole lives that wasn't the case uh but it could have been people forget things i mean you know you i mean we go through life i was just earlier today i was uh sitting on the on the deck here at my house and i'm uh you know and i'm thinking you know you know by tomorrow i'll forget about this whole uh, whatever thoughts were going through my head as i sat there thinking and and all the things i'm looking at the the, the grass in the yard the, the the houses in the distance all these things that i'm i'm seeing right now i'm going to forget this just like what well, i don't know i don't remember everything that happened yesterday or the day before or last week you know when something big happens you remember that when something's very memorable you remember it but when you're just taking pictures of something you know you're outside taking pictures you take pictures of people and you're going to remember it but maybe there's aspects that you might forget because it's just you weren't thinking of it at the time and maybe his wife did get into the picture but we'll never know it's again it's a mystery wrapped inside a riddle inside of an enigma and it's it's very frustrating because you look at this and some days you know tomorrow i'll think and well maybe it is a spaceman but you know it's, you change your mind on it it's, it's like uh, you know it's like alfred hitchcock movies i love alfred hitchcock movies one day i think psycho is the best one the next day i think uh, the birds or north by northwest is the best one you know you it's just like with something like this you look at it and you don't know you know, it could be a spaceman. Or maybe it's a ghost or, you know, who knows? We just have no answer for it. It's just a big time mystery. But what's interesting about this story too, to me, is what happened after the fact. And I, that's what we're going to get into. I was, there was a, there was a really good book here from Jenny Randall's who's really, really, really good UFO researcher. Uh, and uh, they talk about this. She talks about this. She writes about this whole strange Solway spaceman event. And then, of course, uh, when the men in black appear. And this is from her book, The Truth Behind Men in Black, which is excellent. has a lot of really good stories in there. And it says here, uh, whatever the truth about this photograph, we do know that those mysterious visitors, the MIB, were decidedly intrigued by it and were soon to play their hand in this dramatic story. 
About the end of June, when the furor had begun to die away, Mrs. Templeton took a phone call from a well-spoken man who said that he, quote, investigated these things. By now, a familiar opening gambit when the MIB appear. appear. He wanted Jim to discuss the case in detail, and her husband, as usual, usual, readily accepted the suggestion. As requested, the man came to the house a couple of days later, along with a colleague. Mrs. Templeton recalls them well. Here's a direct quote from her. She says, They were extremely well-dressed in black suits and looked very officious. They they appeared very courteous but were somewhat offhand. They drove a large, dark Jaguar car. It was very shiny as if new, but there was something rather odd about them. Jim recalls that they never once, during the hour or so that he was with them, used names in reference to one another. Instead, they called each other by numbers, number 9 and number 11. This fitted the image of secret agents that was popular in the culture of the day. The use of numbers and letters instead of names in both the James Bond movies and TV series such such as The Prisoner. Well, let me just stop there for a second. Well, The Prisoner didn't come out until the 1967, so that would have been before that. But James Bond had... Uh, there was a, a 62 and 63 and 64. There was some James Bond movies started uh, uh, getting released to theaters. So yes. Anyway, continuing here, it says they did flash identity cards, which neither Mr. or Mrs. Templeton got to study for any length of time. But these stated that the men were from some government unit. Jim said to me, I really cannot understand why people from our own government had to act like this. I was happy to cooperate completely. I would have answered any questions. It just wasn't necessary. He was... He has always felt aggrieved that these two men from the Ministry of Defense, as he is sure they had to be, chose to behave so oddly. And the oddness continued, for they asked Jim to take them to the site. He drove with them in their new car, and they left it by the marshes and walked out toward the spot where the photograph was taken. It was then that the strange nature of the questions they asked really began. What was the weather like on that day, they made quite a point of asking. He had to respond in precise detail. Nothing less would do. Then the two men were intensely curious about the wildlife. They insisted he describe in some depth how the sheep and cows had behaved. They also wanted to know if he had noticed any birds during the taking of the photograph and whether there had been any ambient sounds on the marsh during this period. Wind in the trees, distant traffic, that sort of thing. Such questions baffled Jim. He had expected to be asked about the camera and the film, not of things that he could barely appreciate as relevant. Then the mood changed drastically. Suddenly, they said to me, Now show me where the man was of whom you took the picture. What man, Jim replied. The man who was standing there when you took the photograph. But there was no man. I did not see anyone. Really, they said, looking quizzical as if they did not believe him. Jim says that it was as if they were upping the stakes and trying to force him into admitting a hoax. Of course, Jim stuck to his guns. I told them there was no man, and they looked at one another and then said, Oh, oh, right. And with that, they just marched off across the grass. Before I had my wits about me, they were halfway back to the car. I could not catch up with them. They got in and drove off, leaving me stranded on the marsh. There was no public transport out there. I had to walk five miles home. 
It is no wonder Jim Templeton is baffled by the actions of people who claim to be from a UFO investigation unit of the British Ministry of Defense. Why would they treat him in this manner? If they were from a government unit, it is one which officially does not exist and whose files are not available to the British public. The law states that all such records should now be available as more than 30 years have passed since these two men called on Jim and his wife. The only reason they can be retained is if they are deemed to affect national security. But why would an innocent photograph of a strange floating man do that? So, there you go. That's a very interesting story. So now he takes him to the site and they just strand him there and he has to walk five miles home and they ask very strange questions. Now, I, I, I was, you think about this now. What, who are these people? What were they doing? Okay, let's let's. There's only a handful of explanations. I think. I mean, number one, the first explanation is that they were in fact government agents, perhaps from a top secret office within the Ministry of Defense. Now, I'm sure if you were to talk to someone like Nick Pope, who did serve time with the Ministry of Defense and did did uh, investigate UFOs for the MOD back in the was it 90s. Uh, I'm sure if you talk to him, he would say that there's there's no such thing. He never came across anything like that. And but that doesn't mean he's right, though. Right? Doesn't mean he's right. There could be a government office within the Ministry of Defense, just like I believe that there's some sort of a secret uh, group, a secret control group within the United States that handles these things. So it could be, could have been that they were agents from something like that. But it's just weird that they they, they would act this way. That they would, you know, ask weird questions, take them out to the site, and then just leave them there, make them walk five miles home. That's that's un, that's not nice. That's not nice. That's very strange behavior for government officials they could at least even if they didn't believe what he was telling them they could have at least given him a ride home so i have trouble believing that it was government agents the second explanation is that it could be extraterrestrials uh are are, are men in black perhaps uh hybrids uh are, is that are among us alien beings that look human but are not and are, are somewhat hybrid beings that's why they look so strange they're a cross between aliens and and humans and and that's and they basically serve as uh, buffers between humans and and the actual extra, extraterrestrials themselves. Or maybe they're sent out to do these kind of things when, when these events uh, occur. You know, I was talking recently that maybe perhaps Men in Black are actually uh, there's an alien intelligence that is actually in control of us right now behind the scenes, and they've they 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 have uh, they're planted in different governments throughout the world right now. And when uh, and maybe they have in their minds they have claimed this planet for as their own right they're, they're taking it over we don't realize it and they're taking it over and when things happen weird things like the solway spaceman uh, event happens and there's a weird picture like this even though the aliens themselves might not have known uh they, they were interested in finding out more information because maybe they're they're afraid of other creatures other beings coming here and trying to claim this planet as theirs and when they see a story in newspapers like the Solway Spaceman story, they were confused by it too, and maybe they didn't have any answers for it too. And the reason that they they send they, they send out their uh, people to investigate, their men in black to investigate to to talk to the witnesses because they want to find out. They they need more answers. They're trying to figure out okay, what who are these? What was this? What caused this? They want to make sure. And maybe that's what happened. Say even if if that being in the picture was only Annie Templeton, if that picture may have fooled 
the men in black may have fooled the, fooled the extraterrestrial presence that's here among us right now and it's and what it caused was it caused them to send out their agents their men in black to investigate to find out to get more answers because it seems like that's what happens right like if you we, we just recently in that johnny sands case it seemed like you know he had an experience he saw these weird creatures and the description of the creatures were unlike anything you you usually hear about right next thing you know he's he's being contacted by strange men in black and they're asking him questions taking him out to the site a lot of weird things going on i'm not going to get into that whole story again here if you listen to that if you listen to that podcast you'll remember what i what i was talking about there so maybe that's what this is i mean when these things happen sometimes even if it turns out that it's uh something uh normal uh, a normal event it was just an accident it was there was nothing really mysterious about it if it turned out to be uh just a person in the picture and 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 the sunlight and the just the conditions were at the time just caused the that annie's dress to blue dress to look white and and wind blowing it made it look puffed up that it could have been something as simple as that but the extraterrestrials in control behind the scenes didn't know that and they have to investigate even something like that they don't know and and that's what it could have been just saying and another the third possibility is could be hoaxers i mean i i don't know what kind of hoaxer i mean back in 64 i mean it's hard to imagine somebody come deciding to, to hoax this family and to do something like that but hey it's a possibility and you got to say it and then my fourth possibility here is just really weird nerdy people who pretend to be government officials you know there's people among us right that are just weird really nerdy and uh maybe they just maybe some people say to themselves you know uh when when a ufo event happens and they want to get answers they hey the only way to get those answers is to pretend we're special agents or something and we'll show up we'll tell them that this is we, we do this for a living and yeah we're, we, we need to find more information and, and they give themselves some sort of sort of a pre- phony uh cards to show them that they're from from the uh from the government and then uh, in reality they're just nerds who want more uh information uh they want they're, they're really interested in this subject and they just want more information i that's a possibility too i don't know what to say about the men in black at this for the solway spaceman in uh incident but it sounds like i mean the other thing about these guys is they're calling themselves numbers number 11 and number nine i, I mean it could have been hoaxers could have been hoaxers could have been any one of these four could have been nerds could have been hoaxers could have been extraterrestrials i have no idea this this whole thing is a, is is a giant mystery the whole solway spaceman thing is just a giant mystery from beginning to end why you know what is in that picture is that was that his wife who'd happened to go into the frame and they just forgot about it and 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 the and the conditions of the day just made it look weird like that is that what it is is that, is that all it was or did something show up there uh was there an extraterrestrial being there that was invisible but for some reason showed up in the camera uh in the in the picture who who knows we don't know I, there's no answers no Nobody, no debunker, nobody has any answers on this. And I don't think we're never going to, I don't think. I really don't see how we will. Um, but I actually, I, I'm actually starting myself personally. I I am, I'm starting to think that it was actually his wife, that she walked into that frame and the conditions were just perfect to cause that strange picture to, to turn out like that. That's what I'm starting to think. Uh, but what happened afterward was definitely uh, men in black, uh, no question about it and there's many stories like this where these guys show up weird guys acting weird asking weird questions uh and then walk and then in this in this instance <laughs> leaving the guy stranded in the middle of nowhere and having him walk five miles home uh 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know who these be, people were. I don't think they were government agents. I don't think government agents would act like this. I think it's either of the four uh, possibilities that I've presented here. I would have to go with either it's either extraterrestrials, hoaxers, or really weird nerdy people. Uh, that's that's the. Uh, I, I can't. I don't think that government agents would be acting like this, and I don't think government agents would have left him out there like that. Um, but hey, maybe I'm wrong. It could have been. I guess maybe it's it's either one of those four. I don't know. What do you think? Um, anyway, um, moving on, I want to talk about some recent uh, uh, poll polls that I have on Spotify, my Spotify polls, and uh, I guess in the most uh, for the episode uh, on Argentina naval base. Um, Actually, excuse me, before that one, I want to do the, for the episode, UFO bill is the most important legislation ever created. I asked the question, do you consider the proposed U.S. defense spending bill to be an admission by Congress that there is an extraterrestrial presence? Uh, And of course, this was that uh, bill that was recently put forward in the Senate uh, by uh, Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, uh, is uh, pushing this bill, and 50 people so far voted uh, 11 people or 22% say no, while 39 people or 78% say yes. Um, I, I think it is. I think the Congress, I, I have to go with the majority here because I think Congress members have have seen things that the public has not seen yet or they would not be putting out this kind of legislation. So I definitely have to agree with the majority on this one. Okay, and then for the episode, Argentina naval base allegedly invaded by four triangular laser-firing UFOs last week. I asked this question. At first blush, what is your opinion on the recent Argentina UFO story? Uh, uh, So far, there's been 79 votes with 25 days left. Three people, or 3.8%, say invading country. Another three people, or 3.8%, say mass hysteria. 12 people or 15.2% say it's a hoax. 19 people or 24.1% say extraterrestrial attack. And uh, 42 people or 53.2% say they need more information. And I have to agree with the majority again. I need more information myself uh, because I don't know what to make of it. Um, We just don't know. There's just not enough there. Uh, It's very intriguing. It's very compelling. But we need more information and uh, hopefully that story will get some more information soon. Okay, uh, and then for the episode, The Truth About the Alien Corpses Presented at the Mexico UFO Hearing, I asked this question, uh, what do you think the alien corpses unveiled at the Mexico UFO Hearing are? 128 votes so far on this one with 25 days left. Uh, 10 people, or 7.8%, say repurposed animal remains. I guess we're going to find out as time goes on. Uh, 32 people or 25% say alien slash non-human intelligent beings. Um, 41 people or 32% say phony props. And then 45 people or 35.2% say no opinion yet. Uh, Again, I'm I'm going with the majority on this one. I say no opinion. I have no opinion yet because... Uh, based on uh, Jaime Masson's past, of course, he's he's has his fingerprints all over this one. Uh, based on his past, I have to wait for there's... I, 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 he, I know there were uh, experts there, uh, bi- uh, biology experts, DNA experts, uh, saying that this is, uh, this is not human. These beings are not human. These, these dead corpses aren't human. 
Uh, but I think we need more than just those two people that uh, Jaime Masson presented. I think I want to see, I'd like to see an independent study uh, from a group of scientists uh, f- from other countries, uh, perhaps. Who knows? From the United States, but not just from the United States, but from other countries get involved. I think it ne- definitely needs to be investigated. And if it's a hoax, it needs to be called out. And, uh, you know, that's what needs to happen. It needs to be, if it's a hoax, it needs to be admonished. Uh, so if it's real, then that's a, one of the biggest stories of all time. So I, I, I until, but I need more information on it. I, I don't think you could uh, just uh, completely dismiss it. I mean, it's, you have, so even though uh, Jaime uh, has had some baggage, right? Even though he does have some baggage, I mean, at the same time, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt here still. And, and we, we need more information. I, I Hopefully there's going to be a group that steps forward and says, we want to see the, we want to be given the, the uh, have access to these bodies. We want to examine them ourselves. We want to find out if this is real or not. We want to make a determination. That's what we need. We, I'm, and I'm hoping that we do get that soon from somebody. Okay, and then for the most recent episode, uh, the uh, Vegas alien witnesses double down NASA UFO report and Peru alien bodies update, I asked this question. Is UFO debunker Mick West scientifically qualified to be used regularly by mainstream media for reasonable skeptical analysis? There's been 46 votes so far. Uh, 10 people or 21.7% say yes. While 36 people or 78.3% say no. Of course, I say no. Uh, my feeling on this is I say no. Now, there's some people who, who uh, contacted me, uh, some comments that I received uh, from uh, different people. And uh, some people say we got to give uh, Mick West a chance. Uh, he's good to have around. Uh, I, I have to, I, I can't agree. I, I don't agree. I mean, I think, you know. Uh, he, he he's being used by mainstream news as some sort of an expert he's not an expert what, what how, how is is he a scientist is he is he really is he does he study these things up close has he gone to the places where these events happen and does he interview witnesses he does none of those things he makes armchair proclamations but yet somehow he's being propped up as some expert i mean that's like you know that's like me just walking up the street and knocking on some rando's door somebody i don't know and saying hey uh, uh what do you think about this uh this book about uh, men in black do you think it's real or not or you think it's fake oh you think it's fake okay then that i'll use your comments here now in in, in this analysis that i'm presenting i mean that's what it seems like to me that's what it seems like to me i mean these people he's not an expert not an expert i mean you need to get i i don't mind you know there's nothing wrong with being skeptical there's no i'm skeptical a lot i'm skeptical about the jaime masson corpse dead corpses right uh alien corpses i'm i'm skeptical i want more information but i i'm not going to dismiss it out of hand right you know you can't do but this is what this guy does how so why is he being propped up as some sort of scientific expert he was a video game he's a retired video game programmer who's he doesn't know what he's talking about and but yet mainstream news outlets are using his name all the time so no i i totally i don't he he should not be used i need we need different kind of people uh people i, I don't have a problem with, with skeptics but at least skeptics who do some research right that not armchair theorists not armchair not throwing proclamations out from your armchair that's not well how, how, that, what's scientific about that nothing anyway that's where i stand on that one but anyway Uh, I want to say thank you for joining me again. Until next time.